Welcome to episode 25, where I dive into connection, oxytocin, regulating our nervous system, trauma, and how we as mothers on our healing journeys and our journeys through consciousness can change the pathway forward for our children, how they be and show up in the world, how they process experiences, how they connect with themselves and with others. This is a bit of a mixed bag episode, but it is a good one. So stay with me and listen in. Welcome, I'm your host, Clara Bade. One Woke Mama is a journey of awakening through the raw, sometimes painful, always beautiful and definitely messy ride that is motherhood. This is our journey in mind, body and soul towards consciousness. We seek clarity, we hunt down the truth, we dive into the discomfort of healing, uncovering shadows and rising out of them back into the new woman that we're meant to be. Through my personal brand of storytelling, musings, wisdom bombs and insights, we journey into motherhood, the catalyst if you so choose to become more conscious, aware and woke. I'm just one mama father. Hey beautiful, before we dive into this episode, just two quick reminders for you. One, the Alchemy of Emotional Freedom EFT Masterclass will be starting again on November 11th. So you can head to claireobade.com and click on the EFT Masterclass tab to check that out. You can jump in now and come join us in the Facebook group. And you will be learning some very simple and incredible tools to support you in healing, in balancing, in aligning, in cleansing, in releasing, in doing all the things that you need to do to be the mother and the woman that you want to be. And the second reminder is, if you're ready to dive into some more of my juicy meditations, head to the meditation tab on Mama Love Meditation Bundle. It has 12 beautiful professionally recorded meditations and 12 affirmations that relate to each of those meditations. It is a really gorgeous package and it's only $49. So come check it out and I hope that I can be part of your meditation practice. Okay, enjoy today's episode, beautiful mama. Thanks for listening. Hey, beautiful mama. Welcome to episode 25. I have had a couple of weeks off that was not intentional at all. I just didn't feel like recording and it just kept going for a couple of weeks. And then just today I felt the inspiration to jump on and chat with you again. And you know what? I love that. I love that I can really lean into what feels right for me at any given time and not feel pressure from the external world to do and be and take action. And, you know, I'm, I'm still in this maternity phase, I guess, maternity leave phase with little Rafi. And I'm just soaking that time up with him and just really enjoying it because I can feel slowly that it's coming to an end. I can feel that my heart and soul are calling out for other things 
other ways of being in the world, which is awesome and exciting. So speaking of other ways of being in the world, maybe if you follow me on socials and in my newsletter, you'll know that I've been sharing a little bit about what's been going on for me in the background. I've been deep into studying over the last year, studying everything from trauma awareness to neurobiology and neuroscience and uh, somatics and embodiment and working with the body in healing, not just the mind, which is so interesting because it's kind of taken me full circle back to my yoga teacher training days and when I used to work as a yoga teacher and working with the breath and with presence, but in a really deep and powerful way. And I'm just loving it. And I just wanted to share that with you because change is afoot slowly. You know, my work has changed a lot in the way that I interact with and dive into healing with my clients. And it's just so delicious and so special. <clears throat> and, excuse me, and it's taking my experience of motherhood to a new level as well. My personal healing journey over the last few years has been to really tap into trauma for myself. So what's the trauma that I experienced as a, as a child and how has that been re-triggered as I became a mother and how is that affecting how I mother and how I parent and how is that being passed on? What generational lineage am I part of and do I want that line to continue on? You can jump into some of the earlier episodes where I talk about breaking the chain and the mother line. So this has been really powerful in how it's informed my life as a woman, as a human being, as a mother and how I'm healing and how I'm showing up to all of these roles in my life. And I'm really excited to keep sharing you these things, sharing with you these things, and seeing where it takes us, seeing where it takes us on this journey of becoming conscious and this path of awakening. But today what I really want to talk to you about is two kind of bipolar elements of the same story, as I like to do. And one is the power that we have as parents, as mothers, to really change the way that our child can show up in the world, simply with how we connect with them. Now, most of us mamas and daddas out there, we know this. We know that there is this powerful oxytocin exchange, this powerful love drug that is released upon birth and is honestly, in our system before we even give birth, so still while we're pregnant, and is released in our embraces and in our hugs and in our cuddles and in our play and in our breastfeeding moments and bottle feeding moments, that connection. But I want to present this idea to you that has come to me frequently in my studies over the last year, and that's in relation to the nervous system. Because when I look at my nervous system, I'm always jacked up. Or actually, let's reframe that. I used to always be jacked up. I used to always be on high alert, fight or flight. Growing up as a child, I was always described, amongst other things, as strung out, a little bit stressed, wide up, just relax, Claire. Don't be so sensitive, Claire. Just breathe, Claire. They're phrases that are embedded in my psyche because I heard them that often. And it's taken me into my 30s to actually realize it's because my nervous system was inability. In, I really can't speak today. I'm not editing this. <laughs> my nervous system was unable to regulate. My nervous system was unable to easily switch out of fight or flight mode. My nervous system was continuously in fight, flight, or even freeze response because of trauma. 
And I'm throwing that word trauma around. I don't want it to scare you because I'm talking about little T trauma and maybe big T trauma. And trauma can be anything from being chased by a dog, which I was as a child, or birth, the birth experience that you had with your mother, or something big and more violent and more horrible that you know, we're not going to go into today. But I'm using the word trauma because a lot of us don't talk about it because we're scared to touch on that word. You know, you could interchange the word trauma with the woundings, which I've been sharing a lot on social media. So because of the traumas that I experienced as a child, and there were a myriad of them from witnessing arguments with my siblings. I mean, there's one that just I'll never forget. And it was an argument that my teenage sister was having with my mum and it was blowing up. And my sister was packing her bag and wanting to leave and run away. And she was halfway down the street. And my mother was hysterical in that typical Middle Eastern way. God love her. And my sister was screaming at me, yelling at me back up the street, asking me to run into her room and go get the money that was on her dressing table because she needed that. And there I was, this young child, shaking and terrified and completely torn between helping my sister and not wanting her to be without money. So I already understood how vital money was. So there's a program that's being laid down and a belief system amongst others. And then also my mum saying, do not go and get her that money because my mum obviously wants to get her to come back and torn between satisfying my mum and her needs and her hysteria and to appease and calm that situation down. So here we are as children learning how to be in the world and our nervous systems are reading traumatic situations. And if we're not given the tools to respond to these traumatic situations, to come out of our fight or flight response, for many of us, like me, we learn to stay in that state. And to be honest, this is not the platform for it right now. I'll talk about it in a different episode. But I was already in that state pre-birth. So that's something I've shared before in previous episodes with Marianne C. But before I was even born, I was in a brace response. I was ready. I was ready for fight or flight. I was ready because I was coming into a shitstorm of a family. I should probably do an episode for you guys where I actually talk about my family in both the glorious ways and the not so glorious ways because it, it is a very special family filled with lots of love and lots of dysfunction. So why I'm fascinated about this is because we can actually affect how our children regulate their nervous system simply by how we connect with them, how we teach them how to be calm, how to feel safe, how to feel supported, how to switch them back into parasympathetic mode. So switch them back into the state where they feel that they can breathe, where they are grounded again, where they are integrated again. And one of those ways is through oxytocin. From the very beginning with your child, gazing into your child's eyes, this releases oxytocin through your system and into their system. And coming down specifically to their level, so eye to eye, as opposed to gazing from top to bottom, that specific level actually releases oxytocin in a much more powerful way. That gaze actually integrates them into parasympathetic mode. That actually teaches them they are safe, they are connected. It's also in the prosody of your voice, so the tone of your voice, how you speak, the speed of your voice, how you slow down, how you soften your gaze, how you look at them with soft eyes, 
this is all science, guys, and it just rocks my world. It's just like I'm breastfeeding my son and we're looking at each other and we're gazing and we're connecting and I can feel his breath shift. I can feel my body soften. I can feel the tension release. I can feel flowing through our bodies this oxytocin. And then through the way that I talk to him and sing and say, it's okay, mama's here or whatever it is that I need to say, I can see. It happens, for example, at the beach today where Rafi is walking through the little paddling pool and he falls and he panics and he feels, even though I'm behind him, he feels a 10 second, no, a one second panic from myself as I kind of go, embrace myself because that's what my mother used to do, automatic fear that something was about to go wrong. But I catch myself. I slow down my movements. I slow down my breath. I pick him up slowly, I look him right in the eye and I say, you're okay, honey. And I say it super slowly. And I put my hand on his back and I let him look into my eyes and I take a deep breath with him. (sighs) Mama's got you, you're okay. And in that moment, I'm taking him out of fight or flight, which his automatic response is, obviously, he has to save himself for self-protection, self-preservation. And through what I do with him, I'm helping his nervous system go, you're okay. So the next time that he falls, maybe he doesn't panic so quickly. Maybe he knows he's okay and he can handle it. So I'm kind of jumping all over the place because it just excites me so much when I think about who I am today and the nervous system and level of anxiety that I have and the work that I've had to do to turn that right down. The work that I had to do pre-motherhood was mammoth and then Entering motherhood, it triggered it all over again in a much more wild and powerful way. So I've had to do even more work to regulate myself. So I'm sharing this with you because it's just so simple what you can do for yourself, regulating your nervous system and how you feed that into your child's life. If you're a mama listening right now and your child is well past breastfeeding or bottle feeding stage, well past sitting in your arms cuddling, You can still do all of this. Get down on their level. Gaze in their eyes. Slow your voice down. Talk with soft voice. Use soft eyes. Breathe. I put my hand on Soleil's chest if she allows me and I say, Honey, you're really wired up right now. I can see you're really struggling in this moment. Take a deep breath with me. Less words more coming into her body, more coming into her breath. I even invite her to feel her feet on the floor. Can you feel your toes? Can you wiggle them? Can you feel the ground beneath your feet? Can you shake your arms for me? Can you shake that yucky feeling out of your body? Do you need to cry instead? Do you want to let it out? Letting them feel their emotions, let them run through their system, let them cry, invite them to melt down, invite them to soften into your body and to hug you, invite them to let it out. How's that landing for you? How is this connection idea landing for you in terms of your nervous system, how you regulate in the world, but also for your children? Remember, everything that your children are asking of you is everything that you need. So start with you first if you're not sure how to dive into this with your children. 
Go there first. So the flip side of this is trauma, which I've already touched on. And I'm going to start by saying this. Please don't be afraid of traumatizing your children because even if you are the most perfect parent, they are still going to experience wounding in some way because A, that's part of their personal journey. As I said in a previous podcast, that might be part of what they need to experience in order for them to grow and then find their light. And B, you cannot avoid trauma or wounding. You just can't. I remember listening to a podcast episode with somebody else who said, I had the most perfect parents, the most loving family and siblings. But in the end, the wound that I had was that I felt smothered by love because they loved me so much. They hugged me so much. They were always kissing and touching me. (laughs) Just made me laugh. It's like human beings, we're always going to find a way to sabotage in some way or to be wounded in some way, whatever, right? So please, if you're hearing everything I said before about connection, oxytocin and regulating nervous system and you're gazing at your child right now who's maybe 10 and a bundle of nerves and anxiety, cut yourself some slack, take a deep breath. That's part of their story and journey and maybe also part of yours. And also most of it can't be helped, right? And if you're listening to this and you're ready to make some sort of tiny change, then that's perfect and beautiful and exactly where you guys need to be. So this area around trauma is really fascinating to me because, like I said, it can't be prevented, but we can use it in our adult years to springboard into powerful healing and growth. And gosh, it feels good when you notice something about yourself, you come to an understanding about it, you know where it came from, you're able to release all of that and let it go and heal through it and step into greater empowerment from it because of it, not in spite of it. Gosh, that feels good. My husband and I were talking the other night and he said, I don't think I have any trauma. I said, of course, you don't have any big T trauma. You never experienced anything horrific and mind-blowingly painful but you most definitely have wounds somewhere. And we were sitting there talking about it. And he was like, I just can't think about what it is. And a few days later, it came to light exactly what one of those wounds was. And he was telling me this funny story about how his dad used to give him like $3 after the city to surf. They would run the city to surf and his dad would give him $3. And he would say, that's for you to get home if we don't find each other. No bottle of water, no snacks, starving and absolutely terrified that he would lose these $3 to get himself back home. And today he's super careful and gets super anxious about money if we're ever in the red, if we're ever not flowing in abundance, if we're ever not feeling safe, so much so that I've taken over managing the money in the family because it's too much of a trigger for him. So on one hand, his dad's taught him resilience and capability and lateral thinking and security and you know, get yourself home, do it, stick to the rules, all that kind of stuff, you know, how, how to really respect what he's been given. And I think they're all brilliant qualities. But on the other hand, he's also learnt to be afraid of money, to be a bit concerned about not having enough, to think that you have to sacrifice other things to have that safety and security. 
So I wanted to share those things with you because they're two things that keep coming up for me in my parenting journey at the moment, in my personal healing journey, and I just think they're fascinating. I think it's so fascinating that we can actually learn to regulate ourselves through how we think and feel and be in our body and how we pass it on to our children by that connection with ourselves and with them. And that through this simple connection, through this exchange from our body language, from our eyes, from our tone of voice, that we can set off a chemical reaction within our body and with our children's bodies. And that in turn changes how they show up in the world, how their nervous system responds to experiences and situations and challenges. And then how we can learn to regulate ourselves by understanding that connection, by finding a way to reparent ourselves and to support ourselves through challenging situations and circumstances. And then the other element that I find so fascinating is this window into trauma or wounding, whatever you're comfortable to call it, and that we are all going to be carrying wounds into our adult years. And part of our journey as mamas on this path of work, of this path of consciousness, is to embrace the healing that we're given or the opportunity to heal that we're given through our children to heal our own inner child wounds and our own traumas and to also then do our best to support our children through whatever traumas that they're going to experience and to lessen the burden of trauma on their shoulders and the reason I wanted to highlight both sides of this, I wanted to talk to you about this connection and this ability to help your children learn to regulate their nervous system. And on the other side of that, trauma, is because if you can empower your child through simple connection and modeling behavior, if you can empower them to learn how to regulate their own nervous system, then you're supporting them to learn how to show up in the world and process trauma in different ways that maybe with is you know it has a lot more ease a lot more grace that perhaps wounding or trauma experiences doesn't take them down i have friends who have been through way more traumatic experiences than i have but who moved through those experiences with so much <clears throat> excuse me with so much ease and resilience and strength and not gritting their teeth and getting through it kind of strength, but just innately strong and able to regulate and clear themselves of those traumas. And when I explore further with these friends and ask them about their childhood or what happened in their childhood, I can see that they were given skills, maybe without their parents knowing it, given skills as to how to regulate, how to be in the world, how to stay in a parasympathetic mode more often, how to process big experiences without so much panic and fear. So this is something I want to present to you, this idea of what you can do on a day-to-day -day basis connecting to your child, regulating your nervous system, supporting them to learn how to regulate their nervous system, teaching them what safety and security and support feels like in their body, teaching them that they have the power to come into that safety and security and support in their body. I want to, I want to share that so that maybe we can empower ourselves and our children to handle the inevitable traumas and woundings that we all will have, or to at least lessen the baggage that we carry 
Like I said, some people carry more trauma than others. Why is that? There must be something in their childhood in those first seven years, some beliefs and systems and patterns that they received from their family and from the world around them that allowed them to get through those traumatic experiences. And remember when I say traumatic, little t traumas can simply be someone yelling at you in kindergarten or a dog chasing after you. It doesn't have to be big horrific things. It's how you, your body, your nervous system, your energetic system processes that trauma that really is the key difference here. If like me, you entered the world already with a shot nervous system, already in fight or flight, already in a state of disembodiment and disconnection and fear, then of course, any small wounding is going to feel massive to a person or a child in that state. But if you enter the world in a state of calm and trust and connection and groundedness, it's going to take a lot to ruffle you. And I see that. I see that in little babies. I see that in the babies who don't sleep so well and who are on high alert and wired up versus the babies who maybe are able to rest easy into life and sleep wherever and feel comfortable with whoever. There is a difference in their energy and their nervous systems. I'm not saying that across the board. I'm no expert. Not every child is like that. But it's interesting to me because I have two children that are quite different. One that was on high alert from the moment that she was born and does tend towards more sensitivity, more anxiety, more dysregulation in her nervous system versus the other one who is completely different, who is much more grounded, who's able to rest easy in the comfort and the arms of other people. Not an amazing sleeper, but a much better sleeper. So this is what I want to present to you. Have a think about all of that and let it sit with you because I'm coming back for more conversations on trauma. I definitely am because my journey in motherhood has brought a lot of this up for me and it's so fascinating to heal it. And then to watch and witness how the ripple effect of that healing supports and encourages my children to grow in more groundedness and security and stability, lightness and joy. So I hope you've enjoyed this dive into all things nervous system oxytocin connection love regulation trauma it's been a bit of a mixed bag but i hope you followed along with me and as always i am just one mama on the path to work and i hope that you choose to wake up with me too and i'm forever grateful that you listen in thank you beautiful mama